0: Hello and welcome. I'm Alexander. And I'm Simon. We are knee deep in tech. And we have a guest who <laughs> is very eager to introduce himself. <laughs> yeah, so my name is Jesper. Welcome, Jesper.
1: Thank you for having me. So who are you and what do you do? Well, I'm basically uh, the Windows guy. <laughs> I work with Windows. And uh, that's it. I do everything around Windows as well. Uh, modern management is probably the right word in these days. But otherwise, I used to say I do traveling in uh, good use experience.
2: Yeah. And you're a Microsoft or a Win- Microsoft MVP, correct. Windows in IT. Is that the correct?
1: Yeah, Windows and devices. Windows and For devices. IT, uh-huh, I yeah. think that's the yep. the whole name.
2: And you work at EdgeMo in Denmark. I do. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so, when did you start focusing on Windows?
1: Oh my lord, I think that's after DOS went out of production. <laughs> so we're talking like Windows 3.11. Yep. I remember doing that with all the floppy disks and stuff like that. And I've pretty much done Windows ever since. Yep. Could you explain to Simon what a floppy disk <laughs> is? <laughs> I have used a floppy disk. Okay. Yeah. Otherwise it's a small icon if you press when you want to uh, save. So yeah. There you go.
2: Makes sense now. It does, right? Lots of sense. Uh, so what have you done so far at Ignite? Any new
1: releases that you are excited about? Um, on the Windows side, there's a lot of things coming on Windows. Um, thinking about it, I think primarily around Windows, like all the new stuff in, in Intune and EMS, that will require the next version of Windows, and yep. stuff like that. And I've been looking a lot into the stuff with OneDrive, what is coming and what is possible. I think there's a lot of really nice work going into that as well, talking about the user experience. Yep. Um, but otherwise being around the Expo has been awesome yeah uh, being able to talk to the product group and, and, and all you guys and, and all the clever people around here um, and of course I've done all the sessions as well I could um, So yeah it's been a, a busy week a busy so how, how many ignites is this for you? Well that's this is the third all right um, but otherwise I've been at taget before that mm-hmm. and before that went to MMS so I think this is like the ninth time in a row. I'm actually yeah. going to to one of these uh, events. Yep.
0: So would you say that you go here primarily for
1: the sessions or the people? Of course, it's a combination, but I think it's fair to say it's mostly for the people. Yeah. Um, being an MVP, you know a lot before you actually go here, um, but then again, going into the sessions and, and see it live, you know, seeing the people on stage it's much more, more real than just seeing the, the, the recording afterwards. But definitely the, the, having to meet up with people in, in the explorer area or in the hotel bar, uh, that's definitely a very big part of this. Uh, yep.
0: Because that is a common theme that we hear all the time. We've, we've spoken to a few people, John Dearderf, um, just to mention one, and we always come back to the fact that we are primarily here for the people and of course the, the sessions, but they're kind of secondary. because we're going to find that out anyways. But this is the only time that you can actually meet the people in person.
1: Correct. Yeah. And, and that's what I do. Look at my uh, um, session planner, I got like four sessions in every slot. Yeah. There's no way I can actually see them all. So I know I would have to download some of the sessions. And if I'm lucky, I might see one or two in the plane back home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but being able to go down to the Windows Insider team and actually have a chat with the people you see on Twitter and you know. Podcast and what have we, and actually have a discussion or a chat about some issue. Um, I think that's that's absolutely awesome. Yep. Um, for my, I, I have this issue. I, you know, the OneDrive known folder move. Yep. And we really trying to push that because we think it's a really good feature. And I have a handful of devices and not able to do that. You just get an unknown error. So I popped down the explore area and asked for a guy that could help me. And yep. I actually found the guy, mm. and I showed him there and he took screenshots and you know gave him my email presence like that was never going to happen trying to reach him by twitter nope. right so 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 i had a few experience with that during the week and i think that's really worth the whole trip mm-hmm. really, being able to to talk to those people from within the product group yep. i think that's absolutely awesome
2: Yep, i think that's uh, that could be a challenge for some uh, especially our customers to um, tell their manager that uh, yeah i'm going to to ignite to meet people but as i see that's that's a great way regardless if you're a consultant and a microsoft partner a a customer uh, a vendor and really being able to emphasize the value of the networking and the contacts you make and that the product groups actually are as friendly as you would like them to be If you go there with your challenges, they will do their best to
0: help you on site, and if they can't, they will gladly get back to you later on and help you out. But it was like uh, Will Thompson, the PM for Power BI Desktop, said the other day that the whole idea of the the program manager is to be the voice of the customer, thus you should talk to them, because they want to hear your input.
1: They are, after all just consultants like us Mm. and they like nerds they want to you know fix stuff so well that's my impression anyway Um, so I think that's really valuable Um, on the other hand being here we we have a a handful of customers with us and I think they find uh, sessions very valuable yes Um, I think there's a quite a difference being a consultant and doing the new thing every day or pushing new things and then being in an IT department just yep. trying to, to run the whole thing and then still trying to keep up yeah uh, so so I think it depends yeah uh, being
2: here as an IT department especially if you come from from Europe you're off a couple of hours you're away from work so you right. can actually focus on the learning experience right which is good um, <coughs> sorry um, you also run um, User group
1: in Denmark together with Per Larsen. I do. Yeah. So tell us about that. Well, that's something that sort of uh, popped up four years ago, I, I can ago, that um, we want to do something Windows. Um, we had this, you know, the system center user group, there was a PowerShell user group, but I want to do something with the user experience user group. And we ended up calling everything Windows user group. Yep. At that point, it was called like Windows Azure, Windows Intune. But that suddenly changed to Microsoft something. But we kept the name everything Windows User Group. And, and that's what we do. And um, I think we have a great success rate. Yeah. Uh, we have like 60 people four times a year for a full day uh, event, which is free. Yeah. So a lot of work goes into it. But people seem to really want to know more about what is Windows and, and the whole ecosystem around Windows and the user experience seems to be coming very much in focus at least with security as well but the user experience seems to be very uh, interesting how can you add good security good management and then still have a good user experience and and have a safe system so that's our experience so we're really happy to to be able to do that
2: yeah and from from a user user's perspective what's a good user experience when it comes to windows
1: well, it, it, it's, you know, it, in my mind, 80% of, of users, they don't use Windows. They use whatever is on yeah. it. So being able to get into your mail application without having all sorts of obstructions, long login times, they will probably think that's a good user experience. When you kind of log in and hit Outlook, uh, it opens, and you can read your emails. Um, and then there's the rest, like IT people. It's a different thing um, where you can have all sort of unique control. You need to be able to have insight to what's going on. Um, so I think it depends who you are. Yeah. Um, but my experience is that a lot of people is not using Windows. They wouldn't know if you asked them what the Java version are you using. And they were like, I don't know. I don't know
0: which Java version I'm using.
1: Hopefully none. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so uh, I think the usually experience a lot of things. Yep. It's, it's, it's just to be able to do your work uh, without having to think about to enable virus scanning or, you know, just do your work and then knowing somebody got your back. Yep.
2: Good. So um, what are you going to do when you get home from Ignite? How do you what do you do post-Ignite?
1: Probably going to ride a few... We'll blog posts, yeah. um, do some summaries. We have a few uh, sessions. We're preparing the next user group, like yep. a post-Ignite thing. And I probably have to go through some of the recordings from Ignite. Yep. Um, some of them might go on you know, fast forward just to find the bits that, that I missed. Um, but there's a lot of work going into that afterwards. Yep. And then on the other hand, I know I have to update a few insider builds of the old PCs yep. uh, being back home. So there's a lot of stuff to do still. Yep. Um, and then have to basically take the whole thing in because there've been so many things. Have you seen the book they released you with know, all the things? Yeah. That, that yep. But that read? was
2: only the nope. the things.
0: No. Nope. There's another. There's another yeah. book. Yes. I <laughs>
1: think it's like 27 pages long with everything they announced.
0: But that was the the, the keynote, keynote one. They haven't. Yeah. Then they have a new one I with think all so, the yeah.
1: news, which is even longer. Yep. Is so that a, is there a new one
2: then? I Apparently. Think
0: so. I think so. Yeah. Okay.
2: We'll, we'll see if we can find it and put it in the show notes. Yep. But we 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 have spoken about the and I think that's a great thing to do. Yeah, to release an abstract. This is everything that's was in the keynotes and all f- all four keynotes really. So mm. the Satya's keynote and then the Dynamics Azure Windows. Yeah, uh, and just put it together. Uh, si- since that's a lot uh, to think about, and that's not even all the links to all the real releases. It's just a quick drafts from like this is all the new things that was released but it's, I, it's
1: useful and I think it's really positive because last year I sort of went back home thinking yep. wasn't that much new I had to oh. wait a few yeah. weeks to see the new version yep. and suddenly we're here this year we get the new office release we get the server release like probably next week yep. um, there's an insider build fast ring no wasn't a skip ahead but hey ho so things are coming really rapidly yep. and I actually think it's it's just being a much better experience being a, at Ignite when they actually release things or yeah. announce things. Definitely. I think that gives a really good um, um, uh, experience for everybody yeah. here that they actually can can go back home with with a lot of new things. Yeah, um, so I think that's that's been a good experience this year. Yeah. Uh,
2: and you're a Windows Insider as well, right? I am. Yes. Yeah. Uh, what value does that bring to you as an IT consultant, first and foremost, to be a Windows Insider?
1: I think the best thing about being that is knowing what's coming and, and preparing for that. And we've been trying to push our customers to have a few people in their organization running Insider appeals, yeah. which we then might find a bit hard. Uh, which I kind of understand because, you know, sometimes you get beat up with something that's not working and if you s- at the same time have to, to do your work, that can be a bit annoying. Um, but being able to, to see what's coming, showing all the new things, uh, especially what's coming with, with all the management, tune features, you know, autopilot's coming with a bunch of new features. Just having the knowledge when they actually get released, um, that is hugely beneficial so, to me and, and to everybody in the entire program.
0: Because it's it's a good point, to, good good thing to point out that while we are on the bleeding edge, most of our clients and customers are not. But in order to get them there, we need to know how to explain things, and we need to know what works and what doesn't work. So, very beneficial indeed. Yeah, yeah. I actually had a
2: discussion with Brandon LeBlanc, uh, and also a guy called Brian. I can't remember his last name. Uh, in uh, at the Windows Insider booth. In regards to exactly that, how do we get organizations to adopt Windows Insider inside of their organization? And they're, first of all, uh, changing the cadence of the slow ring So you'll get a one new slow ring release every month, yeah. which is good, uh, because some have felt that the fast ring is too fast and the slow ring is too slow. Yes. So now we're getting a release cadence for that, and the recommendation, which is something I I haven't thought about. I've thought about a lot about the process from from the actual release and forward, a bit about the insider part as well, but not in terms of numbers and in practice. Uh, but they have a few success cases, uh, the city of Corona, among others, where they have done an internal wins insider program and. The recommendation they had were put about uh, one percent of your organization on Windows Insider releases, Um, not necessarily in production, but at least give them the opportunity to have a a Windows Insider computer as their secondary computer, if not as their primary. Yes. Uh, Have you any success stories without mentioning names? Where?
0: Before that, uh, I need to bow out, so I'll. Thank you very much for talking to me. I'll be back in the next episode. Yeah. So Microsoft
2: had City of Corona as a, as a good reference case for how to use Windows Insider inside of an organization. Do you have any success stories from successful Windows Insider
1: uh, scenarios? Unfa- unfortunately not. Okay. So um, wh- why is that? I think, to be honest, I think it's about trust. Um, so, so I think Microsoft is doing a great job building up trust we had a few you know issues with a bad update coming out yep. and stuff like that um, but but I really think they they're doing a great work building that trust and then um, we have customers running Windows but we kind of still fight them with the cadence of, of how often they should upgrade yep. um, talking about that you know they change the how long a, a build would last and and We're still looking into what will happen to to our customers' PCs. However, looking at all the new stuff coming out here at Ignite, we still have to upgrade Windows fairly quick to be able to use the new features. So I don't see the big issue there, though. Um, But getting from our customers from Windows 7 into this rapidly upgrading Windows to also get into the insider program uh, with production machines, if you wish, seems a bit harder. Yeah. Uh, they like the idea. Um, so I know of a few of my customers that have done it, but they allow IT people to do it yeah. if they wish to. Yeah. But they don't do it like a company. Yeah. Um, kind of thinks it's, it's a shame because you can use the insider hub if you're doing an insider for business. Yeah. Um, so there's, there's a lot of good reasons to do it. But again, I think at 1%, that will be fairly uh, fairly accurate. Yeah. So it's uh, definitely something we are trying to push and, and will convince our customers that that could be a good idea to get that insight to how will our infrastructure components run on the next version of Windows.
2: Yeah. You, you talked about trust. Would you say that the, the trust challenge is trust around the stability of the platform or in regards to uh, telemetry, for
1: example? You no, know, I think it's, it's something that they remember of some... On, on some old Windows 7 patching yep. issue um, and it kind of sticks. Um, I admit we have seen a few bad updates on Windows 10 uh, however I think it's really really uh, good as it is today and I think building those uh, update rings that we talked about so many times um, it's a good thing and yep. get them right and get it almost automatically update with, with patches um, in a Controlled manner I think that's the key word to that uh, how you get to the new or the next build of Windows and that's a different story I think you should be able to control that as well but but I, th- I believe the trust is getting better and better every day
2: Yep. Yeah. is there anything that you feel that you would have liked to see during ignite that they haven't released since uh, something I would have loved to see would be a new Windows build or uh, basically 1809 actually released.
1: Yes. Uh, I would have loved to be at that um, release party. Yeah. Um, but again, knowing that Windows 2019 was yeah. coming start of October, we probably anticipated it wasn't going to happen. Yeah. Um, and We did actually ask the insider team on Monday, whatever we should expect the build. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and they kind of said no. But as I mentioned earlier, there is actually a, uh, a skip ahead yep. release uh, being released I think it was yesterday okay yep um, but hey we are we are at ignite we don't have time to, to nope. upgrade pcs at the moment
2: and in previous years when they were released new config manager versions they've a- actually asked people not to download it because it will ab- it will <laughs> destroy this poor hotel's wi-fi
1: but then again you you've been here all week and yep. you've seen uh, the Wi-fi here at, at the conference center yep. uh, we've seen sessions with really bad uh, Wi-Fi so you could think that they don't dare to release uh, <laughs> Windows or server versions because yep. we will basically kill uh, the whole internet on, on that node.
2: that's actually a very good point
1: <laughs> I don't know if it's true but it's a good rumor isn't it
2: yeah so what's up uh, with you for the rest of the year then anything fun planned when's the next
1: EVAG meetup? Um, I believe when? it's November the 23rd yeah could be the 22nd I'm a bit Unsure, but 20, yep. 22nd, 23rd. In uh, Copenhagen? Uh, in Copenhagen at Microsoft Denmark yep. headquarters. Um, we're still working on, on the agenda. Yep. But at, so far, we have some really good leads yep. on, on, on speakers. Cool. Um, uh, one I'm really looking forward to is I'm, I'm pretty sure we get Ubico and, oh. and do a session on, on the whole passwordless yep. thing. I'm really, really looking forward to that. And there's a few other lined up yep. that, that we'll be looking forward to. So that should go live within a week or two, yep. uh, the whole agenda. Um, and actually, it's sold out. Oh. It's not, uh, I think I have 10 people on the waiting list. So I think that's really impressive, <laughs> well, not having an more agenda than t-
2: Yeah, more than two months ahead, no agenda, yeah. and it's
1: already sold out. Usually, it's sort of, you know, everybody gets in. Yeah. Um, because when we get closer, people realize yep. they can't go anyway. So that. And then there's uh, a tech summit. Yep. in Copenhagen in, 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 in November. Okay, yeah. And uh, I saw something about it. I wasn't able to find the date at that point, but... No, I can't remember the, the date on top of my head. Um, Microsoft Denmark put it out on Twitter. There's a lot of internal people in Denmark that didn't know you about it. Yeah. Um, but I might be so happy that I can actually join a session with a Microsoft uh, TCP. So I'm actually looking forward to that. Um, the session we're doing was actually you know presented here on Tuesday yeah so there's a video to look at in the plane when we go back home um, yeah. so yeah awesome
2: I'm um, looks like November 26th to 29th let's see
1: No, we'll it's only one day in Copenhagen only one day. so it's a bit short one
2: yeah that, that was another conference um, We'll look, up, look that up um, and see where it goes. Yeah. Uh, thank you for taking the time to uh, join us. And best of luck with the rest of Ignite and the rest of the year.
1: Thank you very much for having me. Yeah. Thank,
2: thank you. you. Until next time. Bye.